Hi there, and welcome to this week's podcast from Media Labs. This week we'll be talking about Google's $1.7 billion antitrust fine, privacy on the internet, and Article 13. Hi everyone, I'm Jim Hope and this week joining me are... Carl Hugh. Chris Smith. So we're going to be talking about uh, a bit about Google, how they've been slapped with a massive fine uh, for the antitrust and all that sort of thing. Maybe lead on to a few other companies and how they're all kind of taking over and monopolising the world. Um, so Carl, you know a bit about this story, why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, um, so I was reading up on the news the other day and um, I think this is fairly a brand new story um, actually. but. Um, uh, so again, Google has been slapped but with a huge fine uh, by the EU. Um, I think it's an antitrust fine, is it? Uh, yeah, I think it's in regards to like, uh, Google's AdSense business. Yeah, um, so they've been slapped with another fine. It's one, as you said, it's like $1.7 billion or £1.5 billion pounds or whatever the difference is. Um, I think it's something as you said. It was like the third in three years. I think the I think the last one was something like four billion, wasn't it? Something mm. stupid like that. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, the EU has warned them once or twice about how they're sort of uh, monopolizing their idea, uh, their services. So like Google, uh, Google Messenger on a Google phone, and no other uh, competitiveness um, on their just on their general services. Um, and I believe some like the EU still doesn't believe they've done enough or they're not doing enough um, to make Google services a more competitive, uh, competitive place to work with EU laws. So it's like this brand new fine. Well, I'm just looking at the figures here. We've got uh, over the last three years, they've, played, they've paid $9.31 million in fines. Uh, this one that they've just had, which was $1.7 billion, so antitrust for the AdSense business. Uh, then last year, there was an antitrust fine related to the Android operating system of $4.88 billion. And the year before that, um, it was a $2.4 billion fine uh, against the search business uh, as well. That's already like $10 billion, isn't it? Yeah, that, well, that's uh, yeah, near enough, $9.31 billion um, in three years. So that's absolutely ridiculous. So a company of that size has so much control over what we do really don't they um, yeah well not what we do but they know everything about us yeah I know me as a personally I don't trust Google I don't use the services if I can help it mm. um, I don't like any company having that amount of information on me mm. what about you guys what's your, what are your thoughts on this uh, I use Google quite a bit um, when I go to wrong places obviously I get a thing saying have you been to this place and how would you, how, how would you rate it? And I was just thinking, as it comes onto my phone, how would they know that I'd been there without my location on? Because the what I, I think you're the on. you're the only one of us out of this three have got a Google well Android based phone, aren't you? Because yeah. we both got Apple, haven't mm-hmm. we? Um, so, I mean, I don't know about you. I kind of get some stuff like that, but it's. Like really, really it's, small doses. Yeah, it's know. not like it's, it's like odd little hotspots or something like places of interest that is kind of located you through like your GPS, not like 
you've been here, would you like this, this and this? Yeah, I get that quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, when I take pictures of any scenery or any location, it automatically goes onto my Google pho- Google Photos, which then go onto my Google Maps, saying, like, so personalised maps, mm-hmm. saying, click on one location, oh, there's all the pictures I've took in this area. See, I quite, I like the idea behind that. It's just, because those images are now on Google servers, what can they use it for? Because, like, um, because they do a lot of machine learning and things like that. They they train a lot of systems using the images people submit to, like you say, Google Maps, uh, things like that. And I'm not quite, especially as in the last 12 months or so, Google employees had staged a protest because they were using Google servers uh, and hardware and software military for military purposes, purposes um, which led to them changing the way that they word their aims and goals and stuff, yeah. which makes me a bit suspect in the first See, place. See, I don't trust it. Um, I'm a YouTube kind of, I'm a bit of a, um, what would be the word that, I guess it'd be like a nervous purpose <laughs> people and my data and so... I mean, I used to have an Android phone. I don't, I have an Apple phone now, but that's not because of the whole data thing, it was just because I preferred the uh, Apple iOS over the Android one at the time, so I still got an Apple. Um, but yeah, the idea of um, people having that much information about me is it's really, really worrying. Um, I feel that, you know, that's too much information and I don't know um, whether Google... I'm pretty sure Google do sell information, don't they, to third-party companies? Correct me if I'm wrong there. I think they do, yeah. Yeah. Um, which worries me even more because if I didn't want Google to have it, then why would I want anybody else to have it? Yeah. Um, that's the thing I, don't, I worry about because it's the same with Facebook. And, uh, which is why also I don't have social media. Yeah. You've got... What, two major advertising monopolies, internet-related anyway, which are Facebook and Google. Um, they've also got a, f- a ton of data, almost. Uh, almost said a word I shouldn't have. Um, they get a ton of data from you, be it your location and all that. I read an article a couple of months ago saying that um, Google knows when you make a phone call. They have it on their servers that you've made a phone call at this time. They don't know what's in it, what you said in the phone call, but they can tell who it was from and who it was to. Correct me if I'm wrong, Google and Facebook are quite intertwined when it comes to... Yeah, the false... I don't know, I can't remember if Foursquare's who that's owned by now. Um, but I again, reading an article the other day about how pretty much if you check in anywhere, be it Facebook, Twitter, or anything like that, it's all through Foursquare. Yeah. So all that data's being and collected in one place... And sent back to either Facebook or Google, one of the two. Um, so they've got they've got access to all that, and half the time you don't know you're checking into a place just by popping onto the free Wi-Fi somewhere. You've checked in automatically, and for companies to have that much data on you, I think it's terrifying. Um, but doesn't then also that data that Google and Facebook collect go into like government circulation as well? I don't because, know on that one. Because I I could swear that. I might be totally wrong about this, but my understanding was that Google willingly gave information or willingly gives information to the US government about US citizens. Um, Facebook's a little bit more, we're not going to do it 
unless we really, really have to. And Apple is completely no, because of the whole case of that guy and his uh, phone that mm -hmm. they wouldn't unlock it for him. Um, but even so if I am right, I don't know which one, citation needed. Um, <laughs> um, but that's even more worrying. So that's and then again another level of um, secrecy. and Because I don't know, if, if I am right, then that's how many people know that their information or their statuses or what they like and what they see. Mm -hmm. It can also be seen by the government. Yeah. It's like 1986 stuff, isn't it? 1984. 1984. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, they've all Wales classics, and you've just butchered it. Well I haven't read it. Leave me alone. Well, um, Apple's kind of in a bit of hot water with this as well, though. Does that senator in America, whose name has just completely escaped me, um, but she's trying to... any. I think I mentioned this briefly last, during our last podcast, um, that... She's trying to split up all these major companies that make over twenty five billion a year. Yeah. Um, and now they're kind of focusing on Apple because of their app store and that lot. The, the next, uh, literally a few hours ago today, Kasper, uh, Kaspersky Labs uh, have been the latest to take a stab at Apple in this regard um, about their closed wall thing, uh, closed garden approach to things. What do you guys think about? Um, Privacy, then, in this case, as this is what Google's been accused of, that like kind of type of thing, uh, and they're monopolizing because like, they do monopolize a lot of our data. What are your guys' views then on like the app stores and things like that? Because Apple have a, a very, well, you would think as as a secure app store, they check all their apps before they're published. Uh, they check where the data is going, that type of thing. Whereas Android, it's kind of if there's a problem, we'll find out about it, then we'll look at the app. Uh, what are your guys' views oh, on this? I think you should go first on that one, uh, Chris, because you've got a, a, an Apple, uh, not an Apple, an Android product. Right. So, do you think about when you go onto was it the Android store? Play Store. Yeah. Play Store. Do you think about that when you're, you know, when you search something or when you download something that that information has been stored, does that ever cross your mind? No, I just simply just download it and use it without purposely thinking about the security side of things. I just think it's already been tested, it's already been sorted out, so it must be on there for a reason to be used. So I use it. <laughs> would, so. would knowing that the Android store took your data and or wasn't as secure as you thought it would, would that impact your future use of it? If I found out it did all this and then I'd find out another way around it or simply move to another phone not related to Android. That's interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I think As... that was the reason I moved to iOS was the security thing because um, like yourself, Carl, um, I'm very picky about who has my data. It's, it's a very very valuable resource. Why should some other co some company be making money where yeah. when that could be in my pocket, personally? Uh, why there's not a service for bartering of information? This type of information, I'm not sure. But that's why I went for iOS because nothing leaves my phone that I don't want it to. Yeah. I have I can dial down to the like, tiniest detail about what goes where, yeah. uh, which is absolutely fantastic. And from a consumer perspective, you should have that choice. Yeah. Um, Though that things have not worked out as well, like look at Facebook, Facebook and Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. Facebook was siphoning huge, all sorts of huge. stuff off. 
to the point where even last month, the month before, I think it was, Apple turned around and stopped all of Facebook certificates working for their development stuff. So probably could have been and probably should have been seen as a legal move by Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, it was seen as a slap on the wrist, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I for me that was not only just a huge scandal, it was a huge breach in um, client privacy and all the bloody security uh, laws in the world for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't would they get off with like a fine or something, was it? I'm not sure off the top of my head. Uh, I know they it was, it was, so, cool. it was something really small and stupid, wasn't it? Yeah. It was um, for me that that should have been hundred billions of dollars and you know massive lawsuits. Um, well, what's his face? Who's in charge of Facebook? Mark's, Mark Zuckerberg. That's the one. Mark Zuckerberg was called in front of the uh, American Senate, Senate yeah. and basically sat there laughing his backside off yeah. because they were asking him silly questions that nobody had no idea what they were on about. Yeah. Then he refuses to turn up in the UK. I think he went to the EU, I'm not quite sure on that one, but pretty much the same situation all over again. Do we need some type of... I don't, see, I don't like using this word because the phrase itself just boggles my mind, but some type of regulation on the internet... How would we do it? Well, dare I say, the closest thing that you could get to it—it's um, not really—it's not really related, but it would be Article Thirteen, wouldn't it? And that's a dodgy, dark, dangerous business, isn't it? Um, the idea of that everything is completely regulated to the point of where you can't even post a link now without having to go through every bit of source to get back to the original. Yeah, I think you can regulate it to a certain point, but then you start going down that sort of Article 15, uh, 13 road where it starts to get really, really, you know, sticky mud and probably just be best if you didn't go down there. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this week. Don't forget, you can check us out on the social medias as well as our website, medialabs.uk. So until next week's podcast, goodbye.